Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Everyone is now on ESPN Radio. I would mess around with this hockey stick so much more if it wasn't left-handed. <laughs> it's probably a good thing it's not. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, if you're watching on TV, you know what I'm talking about. SWX Montana Television. This is like the pre. This is like the uh, pre-Grizz hockey days. This is when uh, the Missoula Bruins were still rocking out. They gave me this uh, sweet signed stick. Uh, this is 2018. So, you know, pretty cool. Definitely worth millions of dollars. And uh, now it's just my fidget toy. Missed a thing in the first hour of the show. Uh, fun first hour. Big Sky alums in the NFL. Went through all of them. Pretty impressive list. A lot of guys, not just in the league, but uh, contributing at a high level. Also heard from Carol, the chick doesn't know sports. And Andrew Houghton. Give us an excerpt from his Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. They are rocking out right now with uh, the World Cup. Got a great giveaway there as well. So uh, keep the text coming in, 406-888-1029. That'll get you all entered in to win a sweet prize package that includes a gift card from Camby Tap House, one of the proud sponsors of Soccer in Snow and Smoke, as well as uh, some goodies from Zootown Sports Cards as well. Can be a great place to go kick it before and after University of Montana soccer games, but this time of year, great place to just go enjoy some beverages with some family and friends. They have as many tap handles as anybody in the entire state of Montana. They also have a great wine list as well, so appreciate those fine sponsors. You can find everything from hour number one in the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. We'll start today with one of the most strange moves I thought that I've seen in the NFL and recently. The the Tennessee Titans are, are certainly supposed to be a, a contender, at least in their division and, and potentially in their conference. They were the number one overall seed in the uh, AFC uh, a year ago. And they got out to a, a pretty fine start, and they looked like they had been playing well uh, lately until last week. And last week, a statement win by the Philadelphia Eagles over Tennessee – but the Eagles have been rolling up everybody. Within this last week, the Tennessee Titans made a personnel move that was not their head coach. And that would have surprised me to see Mike Vrabel gone for sure because I think that they they encompass him and he sort of defines them. But they fired their general manager. And uh, I thought that was sort of crazy. You know, like I don't... I guess I've never seen something like that where a, a direct result of a game in the middle of a season resulted in a an executive change. I don't know. Brooks Noir is joining us here on All Football all the time. And uh, that's where we start because I think that the Titans have sort of been a team that we've been waffling on between for sure liking to bet on them and for sure then maybe staying away from them here on uh, All Football all the time presented by Sportsbet Montana. What did you think of, of that move? I mean, it's just weird that a guy would just get a, a GM – 
coaches is extreme, but I've never I can't really think of a general manager getting axed after a loss like that. Yeah, there's obviously something that went into a depth piece with the roster, how you know there was some transaction that happened that we probably don't know about. Probably also had been coming for a long time, so the result of the game was the catalyst um, to a long, you know, a long-standing feud or a long-standing issue amongst the organization. But you talked about maybe staying away from the Titans, Coulter. No, 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 no. We're still going to hammer the Titans. Uh, Titans are going to keep most games close. Their only issue is that against high-powered offenses, if they get down a bunch, they can't really come back. They don't have an offense that can come back from down 20, if you will. Um, but otherwise, they're able their ability to run the football uh, and you know control the run most of the time. Uh, they played the Philadelphia Eagles. That's just going to happen. That's the best team in the NFL. I don't think it's really close right now. There's some teams that are surging. Um, but when you, you see the Bills have lost recently, the Chiefs have lost recently, the Dolphins have lost recently. So, I mean, I think that the uh, Eagles are it, – it's no uh, – you don't have to hang your head when you lose to the Eagles, though it was in astounding fashion. Yeah, I mean, they did make a couple big personnel moves this last little offseason. I mean, they signed Vic Beasley from the Falcons. That didn't work out. They tried to sign to Davion Clowney. That didn't really work out either. Uh, probably letting A.J. Brown get away was a huge mistake, both in the broad scope and in that game against the Eagles, because A.J. Brown danced on their heads. I mean, that's that's why they lost that game, was A.J. Brown went nuts. <laughs> when I first got to your house on Sunday, you were like, <laughs> that was the first thing you showed me, was just the replay of A.J. Brown just mossing for the Eagles uh, against the Titans. So, uh, I don't know, before we get to some of your, your picks, what uh, what other sort of movement have you seen? I mean, I think that the big news in the NFL this last weekend was the the brand-name quarterbacks that got knocked out. Lamar Jackson got knocked out, didn't come back. Trevor Lawrence got knocked, but actually stayed in the game. Don't know what his status is moving forward. And uh, Aaron Rodgers has been in and out. And Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely out. I think Garoppolo being out is probably the biggest hit to one of the actually really good teams in the league in, in San Francisco. You know, Baltimore hasn't been very good, and they're definitely not going to be any good without Lamar Jackson. And Jacksonville hasn't been any good, and they're definitely not going to be even close to competitive without Trevor Lawrence. But he seems like he might still be in the mix. So where are we at with these quarterback injuries? How much does that influence the way you look at uh, some of the lines this week? It does influence it, but Colter Moore gives me a little bit of pause to really try to evaluate what teams are now going to do schematically. It's not necessarily the quarterback play, but it's now what the team wants to do. If you put Tyler Huntley in for the Ravens, I'm starting to look now at at some over-unders, and I'm going to start looking at some unders. I don't think Huntley, even though he's a good backup, they're playing Pittsburgh this week, and I can see that being a low-scoring game. The under is only, over-under is only at 36.5, which is quite low, but still, I I think that'll be a low-scoring game. Uh, the Niners, you mentioned that Jimmy Garoppolo going down. I read an uh, article on The Athletic that broke down the grades uh, for the Niners and the Dolphins, but it mostly focused on Brock Purdy, the, the backup for uh, the 49ers, who was Mr. Irrelevant last year from Iowa State. Um, he got a torn ACL in high school as a, as a junior and then went into the COVID and got uh, or the beginning. I think you know, he got mono is what it was. Torn ACL into mono. And his first and only offer going into his senior year was from Montana State. I remember this. Gilbert, Arizona, powerhouse high school. And he ends up having a great senior year, gets some walk-on offers to Alabama, goes to Iowa State, is drafted two years later, three years later as Mr. Irrelevant. Um, So pretty cool for him. But his grades that Athletic went through was one of the highest grades, was the highest grade since the year 2000 for a first-time 
rookie quarterback in his first game. Um, he made something like 21 of 23 correct decisions. Um, so playing at a high level, you'd be surprised at some guys that can actually function as NFL quarterbacks. It's kind of rare. We talk about it in college basketball more that there are guys that transition to pro. They're better in the pros than they are in college at basketball. It doesn't happen a bunch in football, but it can. And you'd be surprised when you put guys around a player who is talented, you put a skill set um, like all those receivers in San Francisco have. I don't think it affects them quite as much. All football is presented by Sportsbet Montana here on your Thursday. You're listening to Nuanez now. Nuanez times two. Brooks Nuanez joining us to talk NFL and uh, give you some betting lines here uh, coming up. Marty Mordewig, our uh, NFL analyst on Mondays during the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, he and I talked about on Monday, there, there's a certain dynamic there where when, when the identity of your team is a certain way and then you have a quarterback that's maybe outside the identity of the team, how much that can affect you one way or the other. I actually think, though, Jimmy Garoppolo has risen to great fame because of several factors. One, he's the most handsome man in the world. Two, he backed up the second most handsome man in the world in Tom Brady in New England. They had a bunch of drama with Bill Belichick. Three, he's won a a boatload of games with the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, that comes with then being visible in the playoffs and things like that. But he's actually probably like the the most quote unquote famous and prestigious of like the game manager guys that you'd want on your squad when you want your identity to be to run the football and and smash mouth defense and that's what Kyle Shanahan wants and so I think that actually even though again Garoppolo's a star because of a lot of things that don't have to do with his play he's a, just a solid quarterback and he I think he fits in to the mold of what they want. And I, so I, don't, I, th- I guess what I'm saying is I don't think losing him hurts the Niners that much because they're going to still try to win games. I actually think that they have an ability to try to win games like they want to win games at an even higher level. That's just by running the ball and playing defense. Yep, they're still hot, man, and they're, they're playing really well right now. So they've moved up to kind of my fifth spot in the power rankings. Um, you know, Philly, Minnesota, and, and Cincinnati I have as really hot teams um, this time of year, which, again, the, those are good teams. They're not ranked in that order as the best in the NFL. Those are hot teams. Um, the Vikings continue to win, even though they've con- considered with the analytics as one of the luckiest teams in NFL modern history, which is okay. I mean, they're 10-2. and two. It's, You can't deny it. They're hot. Um, the Bengals are are smoking hot. They are on fire, roasting hot. Um, get Jamar Chase back at wide receiver, and the Cincinnati Bengals are rolling. And as I mentioned, the Eagles. Then you kind of jump over into the really good teams. That's, that's Buffalo and, and the 49ers, the Cowboys. The Chiefs are still right there, and the Dolphins. And those teams are all dominant teams. Those all those teams all have fairly good matchups this week, and I like a lot of those uh, when we're talking about lines. The last one I want to ask you about, just in terms of the way it might affect the, the, some of the picks that you make, is that uh, Matt Stafford's out in, in uh, L.A., and uh, who were they playing the other day? Bryce something or other? Bryce Perkins. We learned all about Bryce Perkins. Uh, was a standout at Virginia. I had no idea. It was fascinating learning about the Rams when they were on national TV the other week. We were like learning about all the guys on the field. It's, it's Lance McCutcheon and everybody else rolling out there on the practice squad Rams. It's amazing you can go from Super Bowl champion to practice squad squad just like that. Uh, but they signed Baker Mayfield yesterday, and it sounds like he might start. He, there's no way he's going to pick up Sean McVay's offense in two days, right? I mean, I mean maybe, maybe, I don't know, but... Uh, how does that affect then uh, some of the picture making? Because I'm probably looking at the Rams and probably uh, manipulating some numbers on the other side away from uh, from L.A. this week. Yeah, I mean, they play tomorrow night or tonight, Thursday, um, which is hot. I mean, that's that's coming in hot. Baker Mayfield's, uh, you know, I guess he's going to play. 
I don't think it's a great signing. I don't know what they're really accomplishing there, except that his contract, they only have to fulfill 1.3 mil for the rest of the season, so they can actually have a functional team for their season ticket holders and whatnot. I mean, John Wolford is terrible. Bryce Perkins has never played a game in the NFL. Go look at Bryce Perkins' stats in college. Wow, amazing. Um, but yeah, so the, they take on a surging Ra- Raiders team, Coulter, um, on Thursday night football. Raiders are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The Raiders are on fire. I would put them in my hot team, except I still think that they have so many weaknesses. But they went from borderline dead category all the way up to the middle of the, of the rankings. I have them above teams like the Ravens and the Bucks and the Falcons and the Packers. And they were below those teams as really just a couple weeks ago. What was I considered one of the bottom 10 teams in the league. And they are on fire. Josh Jacobs is playing at such a high level in a contract year. It'd be so interesting to see if a running back who bets on himself, quote unquote, or doesn't get picked up can play himself into a third contract. It doesn't happen. I don't expect it to happen. Um, for all you fantasy football players out there, right now Josh Jacob in half PPR and full PPR is the number one running back on the season. If you have Josh Jacobs, you likely are in the playoffs. You likely have a seed, and you're likely rolling in fantasy. So good for you. Um, I've always been a Josh Jacobs fan. Derek Carr's played well as, as of late. And Devontae Adams, his last nine touchdowns, all nine over 25 yards, Coulter. That is more than five teams have this entire season. There are four teams that do not have a 25-yard touchdown this season. Devontae Adams has nine. Must play for the Grizz. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Kevin Tia here on a Thursday, all football, all the time, presented by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks all around the great state of Montana. Just go to their website and uh, look up locations. Also, download the Sportsbet Montana app. Okay, so what sort of lines are we working with here? I mean, I think that the ones that first jump to the the top of the page here are the ones that are just outlandish. You know, that's the th- one thing I always look at is, all right, what what spreads are close to more than a touchdown and close to double digits, or in certain cases, you only ever get by two, three a month that are over double digits. Well, we got the biggest point spread we've had in the NFL so far this year on the board this week. The Dallas Cowboys are 17 and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans. The Texans are horrible. They're awful. They're going back to Davis Mills, at quarterback this week. Just saw that headline on ESPN. I don't even know who the other guy is. I don't know how that they would go away from Davis Mills when he was like, I mean, they're bad either way. So I guess, I guess it's just whatever, but. The uh, the Cowboys scored 54 last week. I still just like it breaks my brain to see that big of a spread in the NFL. I, I actually, since we've been like talking sports gambling on this show, I don't know if we've had a 17 and a half point NFL spread. What, what do you think of that num- number? I mean, I would argue it's probably the highest it's been in a couple seasons. There may have been an 18 and a half. I think last year there might have been a 20 and a half, if I remember right, on a Thursday night football or something, you know, best team league against worst team kind of deal, which this is looking like. I've said it all year, Coulter. I would stay away from that. I would hammer, I mean, buy it up a couple points to the Texans. I don't know. Can you blow them out? Yeah, the Cowboys are really good. They're a lot better than the Texans. They should win by two touchdowns. But, man, 17 and a half, a little extra hook on there, I'd probably stay away from it. And just for a note is Kyle Allen. Uh, Florida quarterback who is who is behind Tom Brady the last two years in Tampa Bay. Um, you're just trying to see what you got there. They're, I mean, they're tanking, so the, the Texans are definitely going to get the number one pick uh, if they stay on track. A couple other big spreads this week, Coulter. The Bills, nine and a half points against at home against the Jets. The Bills were ten and a half point favorites last time against the Jets on the road, and the Jets beat them. 
So that's a, a very intriguing number. It's way too high. I've been saying it all week, folks. Stay or all year. Stay away from ten points. I mean, it's really hard to beat teams by ten points in the NFL, especially with some prolific offense that can cover back door. Um, yeah, you just got to be. You got to avoid all that stuff. There's also some road dogs this week, or home dogs. Excuse me, Coulter. Last week the home dogs were five and two, forty nine and thirty seven on the season, folks. That's high number. So home dogs. You always got to be careful, man. But there is some dogs this week. The Rams, you know, with Raiders in town. Kansas City going to Denver. I mean, you got to assume Kansas City coming off a frustrating loss is just going to pound the Broncos. I mean, I would, could see that game being 35-10. Broncos are so elite on D. Patrick Mahomes is scoring 21 points, though. Like, this is not even possible to hold him under 21. And the, the Broncos ain't scoring 10. <laughs> I mean, gosh willing. So that's another one that, you know, I think is pretty high, though. I'd be careful. I'll bet anything above uh, 9.5, 10 points. Yeah, when I look at the board, once I go through the big numbers, then I get to the point where I uh, I look at certain teams that can or can't do certain things, and that's why KC at Denver is so fascinating because you're always looking at the Chiefs for their total because the Chiefs are always going to score. You're always looking at the Broncos and their total because the Broncos literally can't score. I mean, the Broncos gave up ten points last week and they lost. It's crazy. They they are. They're they're the most lopsided team in the league. Like they they have a top ten defense in the NFL. Are they number one in the league in defense? I mean, for sure. And they they truly can't score. I mean, it's crazy to not be able to score a touchdown in the NFL. I mean, that's that's nuts. And they they have had multiple games where they haven't scored touchdowns. I mean, have they scored in the twenties this year at all? I don't think they have. You had a stat the other week where they they would have had five or six extra wins if they just would have scored sixteen. Did nine extra wins just by scoring sixteen points. I mean, that they it's been so bad that Nathaniel Hackett is like so lucky that it's his first season because they just they just can't cut ties yet because there's only been 10, 11, 12 games or whatever. But like if this goes on through the year, that it's it's over. It's one and done. They cannot have that happen because again, they they're not just like kind of okay on defense. They're elite defensively. They're really good. And uh they just uh, they can't score. So then, though, I mean, the KC, nine-and-a-half-point favorites in Denver at mile high. More importantly, the total, 43-and-a-half. Uh, I don't know. You tease it up and bet it down, or do you tease it down and bet it up? What do you think? I love teasing it down with some other of those huge favorites. You know, I, I, I don't see Buffalo losing to the Jets twice this year. You know, they definitely could. The Jets are really good, man. I think they're just as good as the Bills. Um, the Bills are underwhelming. Josh Allen's hurt. Um, he's got the elbow injury. Vaughn Miller announced just a day or two ago that he had a torn ACL, exploratory surgery, finds that. Been there. That sucks. Um, so I love teasing down, like, Bills to two and a half, Chiefs to two and a half, and, and Bengals to a point and a half. Those three kind of you know big top dogs in the NFL, Bengals playing uh, division rival the Browns at home six and a half point favorite. Teasing those down, you're getting you know plus one twenty five, plus one forty five. You can put a hundred bucks and win one hundred forty bucks. You know there's some money to be made there. Those aren't huge odds, and you're kind of you know playing yourself safe. But if we're going to tease something this week, Coulter, I like looking at those top dogs there. Well, the other things that I don't like to that I try to stay away from is betting the result of games between mediocre and bad teams. Like Monday Night Football is New England and Arizona. Neither of those teams are good. Uh, so then I don't know how – you don't know how to bet it because they're not good. They're not really playing for anything. They're both just kind of treading water because I don't know if either of them are tanking. 
I mean, I think that the Cardinals are trying to win because they have a, what they think is supposed to be a franchise quarterback, and they're probably trying to save their guy Cliff Kingsbury's job. And, uh, you know, I don't think Belichick has it in his makeup to tank. So, yeah, I, I would stay away from the Monday night game all the way. Um, Miami and uh, the Chargers on Sunday night football, what do you think of that one? Because Miami needs a bounce-back loss or a bounce-back win after their loss last week. Chargers are complete underachievers. It's also so hard to gauge, like, the coaching because the Chargers have been so poorly coached in late-game situations. So maybe you just look at the total there because both those teams can score 53-and-a-half. Uh, maybe if you can tease it down and then and then bet the over, I don't know. I think both those primetime games I'm kind of staying away from. Um, I would, you know, lean Dolphins as a road favorite because, you know, the Chargers don't really have any kind of home field advantage. But the Chargers, Coulter, I ha- I'm the wrong person to ask because I have this mental block because I like the Chargers. I really like Justin Herbert. I love Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. That that four, that team of four right there on offense, I think is should be one of the best offenses in the league. And at times, it really is. Defensively, they ain't bad, man. I mean, they have some pieces. I love Derwin James. I love uh, Kenneth Murray. I like a lot of those pieces on defense, but they have not been playing winning football. And it's really hard to figure out why. Obviously, I think coaching is a part of it. They've been super injured. But I still think at some time they're going to smack a good team. I just don't see how they're going to play a whole nother season. Justin Herbert's third season missed the playoffs three years in a row. And and kind of as he continues to progressing it better, you're going to have no elite wins in his third year. It doesn't seem like that's possible. So I'm leaning to, towards the Dolphins, but I think I'd probably stay away from that. I like the afternoon slate better, Colter. The 2 o'clock slate, KC at Denver, 9.5 point favorites for Kansas City. Carolina at Seattle. I think, I think the Seahawks are rolling. That's three and a half points. Buy that down to two and a half. Just get a field goal there. And Tampa Bay at San Francisco, three and a half points. Again, is Brock Purdy going to beat Tom Brady? Not f- 10 years ago. Tom Brady's 45 years old. I mean, he, Tom Brady had three points with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter on, on Monday Night Football. I mean, Tom Brady looks terrible. The Bucks look terrible. I like that afternoon slate, KC, Seattle, and San Francisco. Yeah, it's a good one. All football all the time here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, you want to find a SportsBet Montana kiosk near you, visit SportsBet Montana's website. Just click on locations, and we'll be giving you some of our uh, best bets, our best numbers uh, all season long. Okay, last thing for you. Um, Vikings 10-2 and or uh, dogs, one-and-a-half-point dogs at Detroit. It's going to be a shootout, I think. Neither one of these teams is particularly good on defense. Detroit's been surging lately. And uh, don't look now, but they're like kind of in the playoff mix. Uh, I don't know. What do we think of this one? I mean, I do think that the, if you can tease it tease it down and bet the over, that's a that's a pretty good number. Or maybe it, the over-under is so high that you tease it all the way up and then bet under 60-something points. What do you think? I think that it's too familiar of an opponent and it's – too variable of both sides of defense that I kind of want to stay away from the over. I'm using the Vikings this week, Coulter, to to win and bolster a little parlay with another team across the board. I'm putting the Vikings with the Chiefs. I'm putting the Vikings with the Bills. I'm putting the Vikings with the with the Bengals because I think the Vikings are going to win that game. The Lions are fun. Jared Goff is playing at a very high level. Amal Ross St. Brown is the highest pro football focus. Uh, grade for any receiver in the NFC this year, 90.8. It's a high-level grade for an amazing player. I love Amara St. Brown. 
running game has been efficient. Uh, they get back, you know, they bring back uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Jamal Williams has had a career year. I think he leads the league in touchdowns by three or four. He's got 14 of them. It's a lot of touchdowns. So the Lions are fun. Defense, they're so bad. I just don't see the Vikings dropping this game. So you're getting plus 110 for them to win by one, a point and a half. And you can take the Vikings at even odds just on the money line there. But you say that the Vikings win by a point and a half, two and a half points, you're getting huge plus odds. You're bolstering one of those other um, those other lines that you like. You're kind of making that line a little bit stronger by adding the Vikings to it. So that's kind of where I sit. I understand that Detroit could win that game, but I'm using the Vikings here to try to make some money here in week 14. Wow, usually he stays away from the Vikes. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Brooks Nuana is here on uh, All Football All the Time, presented by Sports Bet Montana. Visit Sports Bet Montana's website or get the Sports Bet Montana app in your life and uh, tune in each Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour uh, to learn more about the NFL and some of the best numbers you can find uh, on the betting lines. Thanks for being here, man. Everyone, go win money. Only money I've lost this year is on three Chiefs losses. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, back right after this. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, Nuan is now and happy now to welcome in an old friend, a guy who joined us many times during his high school days with the Hellgate Knights and uh, has joined us a couple times since then as well. But now uh, he's having a great year so far at the University of Utah as a junior guard there for the Utes. It's Raleigh Wooster. He's a Missoula native and uh, a guy now that's been playing in college hoops for a couple years. Raleigh, good to hear from you, man. How you been? I've been good. Uh, thank you for having me on. Well, first and foremost, uh, we thought about having you on because you had such a great week uh, this last week, Pac-12 Player of the Week after your great performances last week, including an almost triple-double against uh, the University of Arizona. So uh, just take us through it. Uh, First of all, what's it been like playing in the Pac-12? What do you thought of this transition there at Utah, and how are you able to have such a good week last week? Yeah, uh, it's been super fun. You know, obviously, uh, coming off of last year, we had kind of a down year for us. Uh, and then coming into this year, you know, just had high expectations, and we're really excited to get started. But, uh, yeah, this last week's been great, start 2-0 in conference, and I just think uh, our team is just really coming together right now. Uh, we figured a lot of stuff out, and obviously we need to keep improving, but uh, we're in a great place, so I'm super excited. Well, I know you had the the first year in the Pac-12 last year. Now, like you said, two games in this season as well. Uh, what's the di- biggest differences? Because you were at Utah State. That's high level of hoops as well. And you know, went to the Utah or went to the NCAA tournament. Excuse me, there at Utah State as well. But uh, now that you've uh, had some time to play in the Pac-12, what do you thought of it so far? Oh, it's great. Super competitive league. You know, every single game, uh, you have to come out and give your best, or else any team will beat you. Um, and I think it's just you know, there's a ton of size in this conference too. So adjusting to that a little bit. Uh, it took some time, but I think uh, I've done a lot better job this year with that, and our team has. Um, we're playing a lot more physical, which has helped us so far. 
Arizona has such a huge brand name just as, you know, one of the powers of, of college basketball, and, and it's been like that for a long time, and uh, I think they were ranked in the top five, maybe even as high as number four when you guys knocked them off the other week. So, I mean, how do you go about uh, playing in a game like that? I mean, how do you go about not being intimidated and, uh, and going and getting a, hu- a huge win like you did? Yeah, you know, I think it starts uh, with our coaching staff getting us prepared. They did a great job, uh, you know, from Coach Smith and everyone down to our trainer and weights coach. And I just think, you know, we came out ready to play. And I think you got to come out with an edge uh, and believe you can hang with anybody. And I think we proved that. Uh, in that game, um, and I think just going forward, you know, we always have to have that belief in ourselves uh, and know that we're capable to hang with anybody uh, and beat anybody. Well, thanks for joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television around the state of Montana, and you can always stream on the ESPN MT app. Raleigh's from Missoula, a Hellgate alum, and a now a junior guard there for the Utah Utes. Uh, down there in Salt Lake City. Uh, what do you think of just being a Utah general, man? I mean, how do you, how do you like Salt Lake City? What, what's it been like just from a, a school and a personal perspective? Yeah, the school's been great. Uh, this year I actually have some in-person classes, which is nice. Uh, get out and see some people. Get off my laptop at home. But um, I just think it's a great place. You know, the city's great. And then it's similar to Montana with the mountains and the snow and the weather. Uh, so it hasn't been a big change for me here. But I, I love it here. It's been uh, really good for me. And you mentioned Coach Smith. Craig Smith's been a guy that's uh, climbed the coaching ranks, and he's had such a, a great career with great success from South Dakota to Utah State, now here at uh, at Utah. And I know that, that you guys obviously have a good relationship, being the fact that you, you came with him when he came from Utah State. So uh, how would you describe his coaching style? How has he influenced you as a basketball player? Yeah, you know, I think his uh, just belief in me, um, you know, to obviously uh, offer me a scholarship at Utah State and then also bring me here is huge. I think just, um, you know, being in practice every day uh, and having him, you know, he tells you he believes in you, he trusts you, um, and kind of just giving me the reins, being a leader on this team uh, and helping our guys push to the next level, I think has really just helped me grow and develop as a player. You did so much in high school, so fun to watch. Uh, how do you think you have evolved? I mean, how has your game changed just in terms of, of what you're trying to do well and, and the responsibilities you have within the scope of, of the offense and the defense? Uh, how, how has Raleigh Wooster's game evolved so far at, at the college level? Just getting quicker and faster. Uh, and, you know, obviously just keep working on your offensive game is big. Um, and I think a big thing for me is just be more of a vocal leader, especially the last uh, year or two in college, being able to direct guys, because in high school I was more of lead by example, I guess. I think Coach Smith and other coaches have helped me a lot with that, and just being able to you know, express what I'm thinking and get the team all on the same page and running what we need to run to make sure everyone's doing the right thing has been huge for us uh, and myself in my development. And then just being in the gym every day, uh, I think that's a key thing for anybody. Uh, and as a team, I think a lot of guys consistently do that, which is huge. But, uh, yeah, I would say one of the biggest things is just my leadership role. Well, I know that you're a few years removed from it, but do you, do you keep any tabs on uh, on your old Hellgate Knights? Oh, yeah. I got uh, I, know, I know some people on the team there, and I keep up with it. I also keep up with the football program this year. But, yeah, you know, and I text uh, Coach Hayes every once in a while after games or just, you know, because I know the season's just starting. So I like to check back in and see how they're all doing. Well, very cool. Glad you're still connected back here to the Garden City. Very fun. Uh, 
catching up with you. Last thing for you then, man, you guys, uh, you had these these conference games. This is kind of the new way that it goes, right, especially in the conferences out west. You have a couple conference games, and then you finish up your non-conference, then you go back into conference play. So uh, you guys got another one against Jacksonville State on Thursday night, and then they got UTSA next Tuesday. So uh, what's it like sort of breaking the conference mindset and getting back into non-conference and then coming back to the conference mindset here in a couple weeks? Yeah, I think the big thing is just staying focused, you know, taking every uh, taking every game, every opponent on the same way. Uh, and, you know, Jackson State and all these teams we play uh, leading up to our next conference game are really good teams. Uh, and we got to come out ready. I think just keeping that everyday mindset for us uh, has been emphasized, and we will continue to do that. Well, Wooster, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, University of Utah, former Hellgate Knight. Raleigh, good to hear from you, man, and uh, keep on balling, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road, but thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Good to hear from Raleigh, one of Missoula's finest. Can't help but think what would have happened if he would have stayed and played at the University of Montana, but uh, that's a lot of what-ifs, and, uh, you know, if you're if you're winning Pac-12 Player of the Week, <laughs> then that means you're good enough to play at the Pac-12, and that's what you should be playing because it's definitely one of the best conferences in the United States. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. What's going down tomorrow? Well, Elite Eight football game in Bozeman, Montana. We'll be there on hand doing this show leading up to kick. And then we'll have full coverage for you throughout the rest of the weekend. We'll give you the whole slate of guests. Talk a little bit about the FCS playoffs. Next, keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M-Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M-Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M-Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M-Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Someday I want to have a job as a DJ on a alternative music station. Just like hard rock. <laughs> It'd be so fun. It's a hard rock kind of day. Welcome back. Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks to all of our great sponsors who always help bring you this fine radio show, including the Advocates. If you've been in an accident, the Advocates can help you. Call 406-640-4444 anytime. And remember, you deserve an advocate. I've missed anything in the show today. Fun show. We did some uh, NFL, Big Sky Ties, Big Sky alums in the NFL. Uh, quite a few guests, a couple of pages worth on uh, my fine outline here. We also uh, talked some Grizz hockey. We talked with Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. Gave you some uh, an excerpt of the Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast. World Cup edition rolling right now. Andrew Houghton, our guy in the back, and the uh, host of that podcast. He caught up with Chris Chidovitsky, the uh, soccer coach at the University of Montana, and... Uh, Great soccer fan and aficionado. 
We also gave you some NFL betting lines and talked our way around the NFL. We heard from one of Missoula's favorites, Raleigh Wooster, a Missoula Hellgate alum who is uh, now a junior point guard for the University of Utah. All that can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Uh, the M Store, new location here in Missoula, right there at the corner of Broadway and Higgins. They got Christmas specials going on every single day. Today, you're going to get 25% off all Disney stuff that they have in the store shop, in-store and online. Uh, excuse me, that's for the uh, the MSU bookstore. Sorry, I, I pulled up the, uh, the the wrong sales sheet. But the MSU bookstore, who's also a proud sponsor of the Nuanas Now podcast, they have a uh, 25% off all Disney going on uh, today and tomorrow. And then uh, through the weekend, they also have 20% off all kid apparel and... Uh, just pretty much every single day they got sweet stuff going on there at the MSU Bookstore. At the M Store, $15 off all upscale hoodies, uh, $10 off all escape tees. If you shop in-store or online at Montana M Store, use the promo code ESCAPE10. That's U-S-C-A-P-E-10 or U-S-C-A-P-E-15. Both of those will get you good discounts. All weekend at the M Store, 20% off the entire store, all site. You can shop in-store or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Tomorrow, fun lineup for you. We'll be coming to you live from uh, the Rockin' R Bar, downtown Bozeman. Once upon a time, when I first started Skyline Sports, the first advertising client I ever had was the Rockin' R Bar. And... uh they helped us get this whole thing off the ground. I'm indebted to those guys forever. Uh, Mike Hope, one of the owners, is one of my favorite guys. He's just so funny. Love seeing him. Looking forward to seeing him this weekend. And appreciate them for putting us up uh, once again. We will have a fun lineup for you. Keaton Gologli, who's the voice of the Montana State Bobcats, he'll come sit shotgun with me for the first segment. Brooks Nuanez is going to finish out our number one with us there, talking all the way around the FCS playoffs and give you a stout preview of the uh, SES playoff quarterfinal game between Montana State and William and Mary. Hour number two, star-studded as well. Brent Vegan, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats, will join us. And Ty Gregorak, longtime Big Sky Conference coach and now a burgeoning analyst. Uh, one of our head analysts at Skyline Sports, as well as a uh, color commentator on the Montana State TV broadcast. Uh, he'll join us as well. So very much looking forward to it. The Rocking R Bar right there on the heart of downtown Bozeman. You can't miss it. Right on Main Street, 211. Uh, Main is the address. But, I mean, just look for the gigantic Rocking R Bar sign. <laughs> it's pretty much impossible to miss. It is like the center uh, of Bozeman's downtown. So come hang out with us. Uh, if you're around in the area, I know a lot of you out there that are uh, either in Bozeman or are Bobcat followers, you're probably listening to this on the podcast, but I mean everybody's welcome to come on down, and we'll be we'll be kicking it. I know they got a whole bunch of food and drink specials going on down there too, so we'll be on the air from four to six, and then the uh, playoff game between Montana State and William and Mary kicks off at uh, 
8.15 p.m. Wow. Uh, on ESPN2, one of four quarterfinal games around the FCS this weekend. Three of them are on Friday. Did, did a bunch of research on uh, William & Mary, and uh, we got a first look on William & Mary up right now, live, SkylineSportsMT.com. Also got a new Big Sky Breakdown up there as well. Uh, so go check those out. And uh, there's a... Uh, William & Mary is really good. I, th- I think that there's like a narrative out there right now because Montana State has just straight rolled through the last month of its schedule that the Cats are just going to roll on Friday and uh, that everybody should be looking into plane tickets or or uh, road trips to, to Brookings, South Dakota. I don't know if that's the case, man. I mean, I think the Bobcats are great. I think they're red hot. I think they're going to be really tough to beat. William & Mary looks really good to me. I watched a bunch of highlights this afternoon and uh, did a bunch of research on their team. They're exceptionally good on both the lines, and Mike London's one of the greatest FCS playoff coaches ever. He's only coached seven FCS playoff games. He's only ever lost one. He, he took Richmond to the to the national championship his first year there. So he's a guy that can do it for sure. So it'll be fun. We'll get you all set up for the game tomorrow live from Bozeman. We'll see you then. This has been Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio, have yourself a great Thursday night. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.